it away. Tomer, Cole, dang! Whoa! It's there it is. is. It's a great day to be a blue bagger, my friend. Well, it was a great day. That uh, happy Easter to you and your family, and of course, um, everyone that's up there in uh, Israel. And um, again, what a day and time to be alive. We're finally breaking our duck. We finally kicked the 100 points. Mind you, even though we had won the game with quite a fair bit of time remaining, I'll say to myself, until we kick 100, I feel like we're down by a kick. And then for Sam Walsh to kick that boo, nah, 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 nah. Uh, you would have seen my Facebook, hopefully, um, with the video and all the other posts that I've been doing. I just went absolutely out of my skin. Oh, I was a dangerous man if you had to go through me today. <laughs> Mate, it was, uh, it was everything we needed. And, you know, it came at the right time. Um, I spoke a little bit about how last week would have, it was a real, it was a, it was one of those moments, I think just when you're growing up as a youngster and then you sort of become a bit more of an adult, you have these setbacks. And I think, uh, last week really put the pepper on, you know, likes of Samo and Fisher and, uh, and Dowie. And I think they really took that a little bit personally, which is good to see. And there was just, man, it was everything we needed. Obviously for me, getting the win was the, you know, the, the, the number one, um, you know, factor, considering I didn't expect us to win, especially when uh, Charlie was ruled out. And then, yeah, to kick 100 points the way we did it, uh, to see the fans, to hear the roar, to hear the fans, you know, singing the theme song. Mate, uh, it's a great day, honestly. Look, it is. And uh, as far as uh, Charlie Kerno being a late withdrawal, I said to myself, why did he end up even playing last week if the guy was going to be out for two to three weeks? You let him have his... Uh, full uh, rest. So um, that's where I just feel at the club. Sometimes you got to think, you know what? Uh, that was probably, I reckon, a big sort of liability in a sense that by having so many tools last week and it didn't really um, ponder, but then you look at today with Jack Silvani back into the side, Gibbons playing in the midfield and obviously showing his uh, worth of why he was the best player in the VFL for the last few years. And um, Well, it's amazing what happens when you put a midfielder in the midfield, mate, isn't it? Yes, and um, I'm just wrapped that SBS um, obviously was racking up the numbers today. It wasn't just Cripps. To have Cripps and Petrovsky seen and combined compared to um, McRae, Bonnampalli, uh, Hunter and Liberatore, I think were 60 possessions combined from the four players, and we had 70 between, as I said, Cripps and Petrovsky seen, and that's a, that is a big plus. And, of course, well, buddy who... Harry Mackay, point of the year. Would have been nice if it was goal of the year. But, uh, gee, uh, I thought today he was going to kick five or six. But that day will come where he's going to be kicking bags. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's – I think, uh, I mean, obviously, you look at Harry, you look at Samo. The, both of them had, you know, their quote-unquote breakout games today. Um, Harry, Harry, for the first time ever for me, I've actually started to believe that he might actually be better than Charlie. That, that's a big call. That's a big call. But I think we just got to let him uh, have his own game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we know that. Um, yeah. That's what I think as well. I mean, look, he is obviously the number one ranked player in the competition for contestant marks. And uh, it's proving it thus far. And it's only going to get better and better where, you know, if he's having seven, eight scoring shots a game, which a la, we know Lance Franklin, the one once in a generation player that he's been. Um, if he's going to be, you know, having those many opportunities week in, week out, then you're going to see the scores are going to start to build 
and 15, 16 goals a game, uh, you know, sooner than later will become pretty much the norm rather than uh, obviously, you know, scrambling for 50s and 60s, barring, of course, wet weather footy. But, uh, you know, under the roof, plenty of uh, space to obviously uh, use the footy and uh, you can execute your, um, you know, disposals uh, really efficient. Well, that was the thing. We, we did execute. We, we, we spoke a lot throughout the week about lowering our eyes and being composed. And it was good to see a few things. It was good to see us lowering our eyes, hitting up that lead up forward correctly or that next kick. And it was also good just to see it. Just It was good to see us learn the lesson from last week rather than come out and make the same mistake again. Um, mate, I'll tell you about another bloke who who... We love, we love him when he plays. He's obviously very, very injury prone. He's been really unlucky with the, the injury bug throughout his career. But you cannot understate what Matthew Cruiser does to this football side. Again, um, especially from the first quarter, we had, I think, five hitouts to advantage to nothing. But it's not just that. His uh, continuation up the ground to obviously work as like a midfielder. Again, it's just like, a Brody Grundy type at Collingwood or a la Dean Cox back at the his days at West Coast. Um, I mean, we, we just so missed that badly. And again, when you had Cruiser, McGovern, Casbolt, Mackay, you, you had so many tools that could obviously be that link up leading high half forwards, obviously create a contest. And then, of course, you leave one deep, which obviously is going to um, create, again, more headaches for uh, opposition's um defences and and it showed today with the Bulldogs being so undersized every time it was in the air I knew it would mark it ball on the ground depending but guys like Fisher Gibbons Jay Sauce wasn't it good for him to uh, you oh know, mate basically it was, it was back to so form. good I really lo- I really just want to say um, I recently had a bit of a clean shave and the uh, short hair I think he looks more of an absolute man with that short hair and uh, the tan line of him I just think um, he's probably beefed up a little bit. Still yeah. got a bit to go, but it's just going to get better and better. He looks no, good. You're spot on. You're absolutely spot on, mate. And, and, that, and the reality is, I mean, I'm just looking at his game here. I mean, obviously stats don't show the entire story, but you just look at him here. He had 18 possessions, nine marks, three tackles, kicked a goal. The, the fact that he's getting up the ground. Now, I remember him playing games last year where he was having, you know, seven touches or six touches, and it was just not enough you know, output. So if he can look at the game he had today and if he can have that as a sort of as a baseline, mate, the, the, he, he'll stay in the side. Well, um, I'm sure the, it, I'm sure with every supporter or near 60,000 members, well, mind you, we're very close to 60,000. And I think after today, I we think it's going to take over. Break, oh, yeah. I think that's, I think that's ticking over and hopefully, uh, many more to come. But at the same time, what's very important is, um, you know, we've got to try and obviously back this up against Hawthorne, not treat any opposition with ease. We've still got a long way to go, but it is showing that if we're playing with a bit of flair and ticker, well, there you go. It it really just has put the last month behind us or so. Well, I, I guess for now, but we'd love to string a few together to really yep. get ourselves back on track. Absolutely. And, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the general mumblings around us and finally breaking our duck, the general mumblings are around, okay, once we get that first win, it'll just sort of 
it'll be like a follow-on effect that once it clicks, it clicks. I'll be very interested to see the response next week. Obviously, the Hawks haven't played yet. They'll play tomorrow in the, the big blockbuster game um, against Geelong. Um, but, yeah, I'm really keen to see how the mentality is uh, after this because, obviously, it's, it's, it's in a sense, it's sometimes easier to get up for a game where you've been smashed all week in the media and people have been doubting you and you've got a bit of a, an extra motivation to do better. Whereas now it's kind of like, well, you've got the win. Are you as motivated to go and get another one? And, and you know what? If we come out firing next week and go on, get on top of the Hawks, mate, look out. Well, I think it's also character building as well. And um, I think also describing the personality of the boys uh, within our club and, of course, team as well. And um, I think what also helps as well that, um, A, it, it's the first time this year that both the AFL and the VFL teams uh, also got up. And yep. um, that is also going to um, create uh, a lot of havoc with uh, spots trying to be filled for the ones. And, of course, those not performing the ones back in the twos, those performing in the twos to then go back into the ones. And um, all I'm going to say is, um, how's Charlie Kerno all of a sudden going to get into this team? Can you believe we're actually saying Charlie Kerno, in which guys like Dermot Brennan would say two years ago, two years now, which it is 2019, that he would be pretty much the best player in the comp, probably maybe the best forward player in the comp, hasn't had the best of pre-seasons. And um, unfortunately, he's on a bit of a downside at the moment, but um, definitely not the be-all and end-all. I think Levi Casbolt, is basically like you know what, when you're on your last legs, you become the you, you become more dangerous than ever. Yeah, that's so true, and and that's what what Levi and needed. It was fantastic. You sorry, you there? Yeah, I was just saying it's it's you're right, and it's it's what Levi needs. He's not the number one forward; doesn't have that pressure. Uh, I still think, I mean, I personally still think Charlie comes straight back in as soon as he's fit and ready to go. I actually thought he wasn't so bad last week. He played a bit more up the ground. Had his uh, had the seventeen touches and took the eight or nine marks. He wasn't too bad, um, but uh, mate, I'm just looking. Like, before the game, I was looking forward to what we need is obviously we need Charlie in the side for obvious reasons, but we need to see this this Charlie Harry Mitch McGovern trio really get going because you know today obviously you know Levi got off the leash, Harry did his thing, but there's going to be the game where. The three tools that had, you know, Harry, Charlie, and Mitch, where they all get off, and um, it's going to be special, mate. But look, um, all all excitement aside, uh, you know, Bolts talks a lot about equilibrium, never getting too high, never getting too low. Um, but back from year one, back from year one. That's right, mate. So as excited as we are, it, it does mean nothing if we go and get smashed next week, um, mate. A lot of a lot of solid contributors. I've probably got to. Give a special mention to Lockie Plowman, who I gave an absolute pacing to throughout the week for his effort. I thought he was, I thought it was his best game since uh, the Geelong game last year, where he really, really showed his aggression. And uh, good on him, mate. Who are your, who are your best? If you had to pick three, three, two, and one. Well, um, before I do mention anything of that, you know, we did keep saying week after week it was just a matter of who would try and follow or walk with Crips. Well, I think we definitely found um, some players uh, today, but it's just a matter of trying to obviously find that consistency week in, week out, and then they can get more of the mention that they deserve. Um, Look, for one vote, I'm going to give it 
to Michael Gibbons. I thought uh, for him to just play in his preferred position, laid plenty of forward 50 pressure tackles, was able to get a fair bit of the footy. It was great for him to obviously get his first goal. And uh, he just looked like, uh, you know, a different player altogether um, this week rather than obviously trying to, uh, you know, go up against a key defender where he's not going to obviously mark the ball overhead, but if it's obviously on the ground, he's able to then pounce, use his, uh, you know, small frame to duck and weave, be a bit creative. And um, I just thought was a really handy, good contributor. And he deserves a vote. Love it, mate. For two votes. Now, you know what? I'm going to give this to... Sam Petrovsky Seaton. Now, obviously, everyone you'd be thinking, oh, Patrick Cripps was uh, to be in there. Mind you, even though Cripper had plenty of the ball, he wasn't um, as prolific. Like, still good. But then again, what probably really hurt him today was he did give away a lot of free kicks that, uh, I mean, especially if you're playing your super coach, you would have thought with the amount of ball that he had, he probably would have scored a double ton or so. But uh, anyways, in saying that, uh, definitely Sam Petrovsky Seaton getting two votes. You know, both using both sides of his body. Being, again, not just creative, but um, I thought it was really good by hand and obviously by foot. Got himself a goal as well today and just proving that it factor worth. Um, you could say like a Cyril in a sense, but I mean, I don't know if someone like him even had 30 back in his day, but um, it was good for him to really step up. And I just hope that, uh, again, he's proving his worth as a uh, top five pick um, himself. So, no, definitely Samo. Two votes today, but he's got to keep it going. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And interesting on the on the uh, the Paddy Cripps reference there. Had an interesting game, thirty two handballs, uh, which obviously he's right there at the coal face. And uh, in a sense, I kind of I, I, it's obviously a little bit handball heavy, uh, but it just sort of goes to show when you look at the way the game was played. You had, you had a lot of he had a lot of uh, a lot of work inside, where his midfielders were there receiving it. Uh, the amount of times I saw him and Samo link up, so good to watch, mate. Absolutely, um, Tez. And uh, look, I think it's good that um, I'm just going to say this uh, right here, right now, that obviously with Cripper, it's good that he obviously gets his first win as captain. And of course, he won't be uh, a part of the votes because in in saying that, there were other guys that were better than him. Um, I'm sure you would probably agree as well. And as far as uh, for my three votes, well, I mean, Buddy Franklin, who, it's definitely Harry Mackay. The guy could have kicked six or seven today, but he got his four goals three, looked lively early, and even throughout the whole game. Again, over 10 marks, over, um, what, near 20 possessions, plenty of opportunities. No no defender was any match for him. And I'll tell you, if only if that was a goal on the wing where he just, you know, shrugged the tackle. Could have probably handballed it over the top two. I think it was Jack Silvani at the time. But uh, look, you know what? It would have been nice if he had finished. And at the same time, I'm glad that he obviously, you know, still went for it. But if he obviously wanted to probably do the team thing, the handball was there for over the top. But, you know, when you're a key four, sometimes you've got to have that hungry mentality to just go for it. So, uh, no, definitely hurry yeah, 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 he, he was definitely within his right to uh, to take that shot for sure. Yeah, no, I, I you know, I, I agree with your votes. I think I would have had – I would have had – Oh gosh, yeah, it's a toss-up between Samo and Harry for the uh, the three votes and the two votes, and um, yeah, 
I would have given uh, I would have given the one vote to Paddy Cripps in the end. Um, just you know, the, the, but the thing is, it wasn't Paddy Cripps that was best on ground today, and that's a that's actually no, a good thing. No. It's actually a good that's thing. That's what for I mean. Us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What look, you want other players to actually say to themselves that even though they either had a lot of it or did it, but it's how they used it, how they were more involved throughout the game. Like I mentioned with Gibbons. Obviously, Samo A got plenty of it, but obviously was a massive contributor. And of course, like I said, with Harry Mackay, he definitely uh, deserved it. Yep, for sure, mate. Well, I've, I've, let's 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 turn to the other end because there's plenty of room for improvement here, and there's a few players who, you know, your your performances are your performances, and you put yourself uh, at risk of you know being on the the selection table if you don't perform. There's a few points I want to raise, not to get negative, but just more for room for for growth. Um, I thought Cam Paulson just. I again, thought you want more room for improvement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I thought you know guys like Cam Paulson comes in. We played so well. He just couldn't seem to find his way into the game at the four despite the four handballs for the game. Um, I thought the other one that's worrying. I don't know if it's. I don't know if I'm being a little bit um, harsh or if I'm overreacting. But am I the only one that's seeing Paddy Dow and he's he's. He's woeful, I'm going to say. It's woeful kicking. His technique is is not to the AFL standard. And it's it's alarming me a little bit because he's got such a so, such a high ceiling. Uh, but he's kicking. It really uh, it really messes with my head because I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what's going on. Um, do, have you noticed that from him? Oh, absolutely. Even towards the end of the game when he tried to lace out to Murphy. And, and that's where I was like, you know what? We're so close to getting 100. Even though we were up. I felt like, you know what, it's like, I felt like we were down by a kick because my focus was, yes, we had the win, but I so badly wanted to get the 100. Yeah. And thank God we did at the end by Sam Walsh. I mean, again, the kid in his first year, five games in, you know, again, was a solid contributor. Obviously not as great as what he was um, last week. But in saying for the uh, rooms for improvement, yeah, look, again with Paddy Dow, um, again, just with his kicking, just – to space, but to a teammate, look, is it second year blues for him? I don't know, especially in these last, oh, actually probably, yeah, definitely the last three weeks, Sydney, Gold Coast and Bulldogs. And, you know, you would have thought, God, we should be at least three and two, probably even four and one right now. But anyways, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we just hope that we can continue to uh, build, hopefully, you know, avoid the bottom four. And um, a- again, just try and, you know, build more depth. I, I really feel that um, with Dow's woes at the moment, I say Matt Kennedy would be the perfect uh, inclusion to take his place. Again, hardened body, the one that we had been crying out for in order to help Cripps. But of course, his injuries did obviously hurt him throughout uh, last year. But I feel that, uh, you know, come round six or even if it's round seven, but I hope hopefully he comes back in um, when we take on uh, Hawthorne because I know with the Hawks, they're really not known for their um, contested possessions um, stats. So that's where, you know, if we really break away from there and we use our runners like, you know, Fisher and SBS going forward, well, then I, I, I just feel that's where, you know, the so-called Hawthorne of old would definitely not be the same team than what they obviously once were and can break away from them next week. Yeah, no, I totally agree, mate. You know, it's uh, it's amazing what a week can do in, in this in this game, in this world. 
uh, all of a sudden oh, yeah. you look at you know the the Northern Blues have a good performance. You look at yes. the you know you look at Tom Williamson who made his uh, return to footy, and then you yeah. start thinking about you know the the minute he's ready to play AFL footy, there's no doubt in my mind he's straight in. The moment he's ready to go, he's right in the side. Then you start talking about selection headaches, who comes in, who goes out. Um, yeah, look, it's just, you know, it all feels good right now. It all feels good. And, you know, I just want, I just want the, uh, the momentum to continue. And, uh, I mean, I'll, the other thing as well, it was kind of weird. I, I almost I felt a little bit awkward. We haven't, we haven't won like this for a, a very long time, mate. If you remember the two wins that we had last year, against Gold Coast and Essendon. They were both scrappy games that we turned into a bit of a slugfest and sort of just, just scraped over the line. You go, you've got to go back you know, to 2017. I don't even remember which game it was where it was a convincing win. And uh, I almost didn't know I'll give you the, I'll give you the game. What is it? I'll give, oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll give you the game. Uh, the last time we kicked 100 points was against uh, Brisbane of round... Uh, 11 in 2016, where we won that by 39 points. And obviously today was Brendan Bolden's uh, highest winning margin uh, as coach being 44 points. And the first time by winning by 40 points was actually going back to, believe it or not, when we actually won overseas against St Kilda back in round four, 2015, which was basically the beginning of Patrick Cripps. Wow. Well, there you go. We have been starved, mate. We have been starved. We've eaten shit for long enough. And I think... I think today, well, we hope more than what we know, but I think today was the um, the line in the sand and we start moving forward from here. Well, I agree. I agree. As far as for more rooms for improvement, um, of course, you know, we want to try and, um, you know, get that best 22 side. Look, it's just, uh, uh, again, with Cam Paulson. Look, all right, he's not going to be one of those guys that will get a lot of the ball, but if he's laying four or five tackles, Maybe gets the odd free kick, pinches his goal or two, but you know hits the scoreboard with very little of the ball. But it's his pressure that would probably you know keep him into the side. But in saying that, is Alex Fasolo setting the world on fire? No, no. You know, for someone like him in the VFL, I would have thought he kicked a couple of goals and have fifteen or twenty. Then bang, pulsing out for solo in straightforward. You want guys to actually have dominated rather than, you know, just being par to a bloke being very poor in the ones. And it's like, what message are we sending there? Yeah, absolutely spot on. I, I totally agree with that. The other thing as well, and you mentioned it, I forgot to, to, to add on to it earlier when you mentioned about Charlie Curnow and maybe we, we played him a little too early last week. What I, you know, on, on the flip side, I thought the way that we managed Matt, Matt Cruiser back into the side was as good as we've done it with him in his whole career. He played the 40 minutes in the intra club, then he played the 80 minutes last week comes in and he just slots straight in like nothing, like, like you haven't missed him. Well, that's the other thing, um, Tez. I mean, like, why do we have to rush players for the sake of it? You know, you've, every club would always believe to themselves, you've got 44 on the list and they're the best 44 blokes in any given club that have made it to an AFL list. You don't want to all of a sudden have self-doubt that you need to have this player back in. You see, and my other also big theory is as well, bringing blokes back in when flying interstate, big no-no. Let them have their own rest. You don't want to have this homesick factor for a week. So great example. Tom Williamson, you know what? Fantastic that he obviously, uh, you know, was back on the park. But 
I don't know about you or any other Carlton supporter member, if you're obviously that smart, and I know this would be me, but other people have different opinions and views. He has another game in the VFL. Don't let him, do not let him fly in with the team. Mm-hmm. We want him back in a home game in Melbourne. A, that would be obviously a big plus, but I mean, B, he gets two VFL hitouts. He goes through unscathed and then C, you bring him in. I like it, mate. No, I like the theory. I like it. And I, I think, I think one of the reasons why we have been rushing players back is it's just because we've just been desperate for the win. I think, um, you know, you could see it last week, how much it hurt Bolts. You could just, you could sense it, how much he wanted to get that win. Uh, and so I think, and I mean, also the players as well. I mean, we, we talk about Bolts, but the players, there's no doubt. I mean, they're, they're grown men. A lot of them are still very young, but still you have that pride. You have that pride. So if you, you know, and I know when I played footy or basketball, whatever I was playing, like if I was hurt, I mean, you, you know, there's a threshold that you can play through. And I think the boys are so committed to the, to the cause um, that, you know, sometimes they put their hand up when maybe they shouldn't. And I think that, that might have happened with Charlie. He's definitely not – he doesn't have these – he didn't have his little spark. He definitely didn't have his, his Charlie spark that we've come to, to know and love. But, uh, yeah, look, I'm just looking forward to seeing how we manage him back. I'm loving what Andrew Russell's doing with our boys. We're, we're much more healthier. Uh, and, mate, it's, uh, it's, it's, only, it's only one way from here, and it's up. Oh, again, absolutely. And, and again, speaking with Carly Kuno, look, I don't think for him we rush him straight back in. Yeah. I don't care which player, who you are. You put him in the VFL, and if he's clucking 15, 20 grabs and he's kicking his, what, four or five, beautiful. Okay, he doesn't need another game. He gets, you know, that bit of uh, spark, flair and touch and has a game exactly like I mentioned of those stats, then bang, you put him back in. Yeah, no. That way... He comes in, but not only that, he's getting his own confidence back. And then, of course, it also depends, you know, on week to week, who was a little bit flat to then someone like him, for example. He then stars, bang, you bring him back in. Yeah. Should be no, I, love, I love it, mate. I love it. All right, mate. Well, uh, any last thoughts before we head off? Well, um, again, um, I just wanted to... Um, ask you quickly as well. Yeah, um, mate. Who do you think that uh, you would like to see coming in against uh, Hawthorne? And do you think that uh, we should be making a lot of changes or do we obviously, you know, stay unchanged with a winning side? I would be doing the following. I'd be taking out Lockie O'Brien and I would be putting in Matt Kennedy. And that'd probably, well, and then, you know, if Charlie is fit, if he's ready, fit, roaring to go, then he would come in for, for Levi, which would be unfortunate for Levi because he's had a great game. Um, but yeah, if, I, if, it's, uh, if I had to look at it, look, you know, forecast for, for right now, um, yeah, Lockie O'Brien will come out and Matt Kennedy will come in and, and Paulson will, will stay in the side, luckily. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I'm looking at at the moment. Okay, um, no, look, that, that, that's a fair point. Again, I think we should really, um, you know, protect our golden nuggets, a.k.a. with Charlie, um, mm. especially, um, you know, probably maybe have one little change. And, again, I feel it could be Paddy Dow for Matt Kennedy. But then again, the more you keep persisting with him, maybe on a given week you might be able to build that confidence. But then again... You know, he's only a teenager. We know there's still going to be plenty of time. 
But then you also got to think as well, when you look at the VFL team and the players that are in there, you now start to realise, oh, yeah, these names seem familiar rather than those that are just on the VFL list. And then you think to yourself, well, you know what? If they've been able to win games, then it is going to start building confidence into the ones because of who's actually really pushing hard to come in compared to blokes where they could just be that 0.5% off and then they go back into the twos, which is not a bad thing, but it just shows that, you know, when both sides are going well, you know the club is strong. And, you know, you can see it when you've had teams like Hawthorne throughout the years and, of course, your Geelongs, your Sydneys. You've had the odd Richmond, but I really can't put them in yet because, you know, the, the sustained success goes on for 5, 10, 15 years, not your little spout moment for a year or two and then you go down like the uh, down skiers, you know. So yeah. um, we're, we're just hoping that... Um, you know, as I mentioned even earlier. Yep, we've broken our duck. Managed to jump through five spots, believe it or not. It's, it's God, it's a tight season. And it just shows that, you know, even if you are slightly off, you can um, basically make the opposition pay. So, um, you know, again, sky's still the limit. And um, hopefully um, we can try and, you know, pinch up to six to eight wins still as promised. And uh, again, if we don't get beaten by 10 goals in any game throughout this year, if we can somehow manage that, well, then you think to yourself, well, hey, despite what's happened at the start, then you think of it overall, it's actually been, A, a big improvement, and then you look into the 2020s and beyond, it's all there in front of us with the world in our hands. You are all class, my friend. Thoroughly enjoy uh, speaking to you about the boys. Um, I will leave it there for now, but I'm sure yep. you and I will have a, a, a plenty more to say throughout the week. Enjoy yep. the uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I'm going to get home as soon as I can from work and put the replay on. And I'm looking forward to reading every article, watching every highlight, and just getting amongst it, mate. Fantastic, champ! And you know, hopefully, uh, sooner or later, you know, we can finally meet each other in person, whether it's through the end of the season could be the next summer hopefully you know you're even back here full time for 2020 when we uh you know i feel start to take the competition by storm but again we've still got a long way to go my friend for sure mate all right take care brother have a good one tez